solves everything. A how-to-do show where Heather takes credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. I used to think that I was a good person. Then I met these folks. Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Heather Solves Everything, the show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. Today... That person is my friend, Micaiah Warren. We're going to talk about resilience. We're going to talk about that part of life that gets us down. And when we need to get ourselves back up, those are resilience skills. And we can all learn them and employ them to get back up on the horse and keep riding through life. I'm really happy to have Micaiah here with me today because I have gotten to interview her a couple of times for other projects and we've not gotten to meet in person. And finally today, we do get to. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for that warm welcome. Absolutely. I'm excited to get to interview Micaiah because uh, she is such a dynamic woman. She's a mother of four. She's a business owner. She began her modeling career at 12 years old, just a year after losing all of her hair to alopecia, was told, this isn't going to work. And she said, watch me. And went on to become a, an advocate for various causes, business owner, image consultant, modeling consultant, motivational speaker. What else? <laughs> <laughs> oh i have a, a, a another um addition so i've been married for 13 years too so we gotta gotta plug that in too uh-huh. you know that's a, an an additional job and title <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth that's the truth yeah another that's, hat that's part of resilience is having people oh, ha- yes. having a team a network of people because none of us can do this stuff on our own absolutely absolutely Well, the name of our show today is Resilience Even Though. Hmm. I think we hear a lot about resilience um, just in general. And usually it's framed in the context of having, you know, just general stress, general family drama, general work drama. And we all have to be resilient through that. But today we're digging into a little bit deeper of a subject. We're talking about resilience, even though you're dealing with a chronic illness. Mm -hmm. I'm a health coach. I work with individuals to help them live healthy, balanced lives. And sometimes the people that I work with have lupus, Hashimoto's, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia. They're dealing with chronic pain. Mm -hmm. And resilience is just easier said than done sometimes. Absolutely. And so today we are talking about resilience, even though, even though you have serious stuff going on in your life that makes it a little bit more difficult. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some ways that Micaiah is working in resilience and in chronic disease. I'm going to get coachy on you with some tips for bouncing back no matter what. We're going to talk about five pillars of resilience and other things that you can do. And um, then we are going to solve all of the problems. So, are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Hip, hip, hip. Here we go. 
I want to start this show with a recent story that was in the news. You may have seen it about a guy named Michael Packard. He's a lobster diver in Massachusetts. He found himself in a situation recently that is a really interesting illustration of resilience. Have you heard this story? I haven't. Okay, get ready. This is going to blow your mind. So last week, he went to work. He dives for lobster. And he's kind of having a routine day when, like, something straight out of the Bible, he was swallowed by a humpback whale. What? Yeah. Whoa. He... (laughs) He couldn't figure out what was happening. He says, all of a sudden, I felt this huge shove. The next thing I knew, it was completely black. After about 30 seconds, the whale rose to the water surface and began shaking its head side to side. He said, I got thrown into the air. I landed in the water. I was free. I just floated there. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe I got out of that. Wow. I read this story and I thought about resilience because sometimes life is like that. Sometimes life swallows you up like a humpback whale and you find yourself plunged into darkness and you don't know how to get out or what you're going to do. And then with no warning, it spits you out and you land flat on your back and you are trying to just get your bearings and figure out where do I go from here. That's not all. I've read more. Cape Cod Times reports that 10 years ago, while traveling in Costa Rica, this same guy was on a plane that crashed in the jungle. He got injured, survived after two nights in the jungle, was rescued. They said that he wouldn't have survived another night. This is resilience in action. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Tell me, what do you know? When, when I say the word resilience, what does that mean to you? Um, that means, you know, doing what you got to do mm-hmm. to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, just thinking it out. Yep. Um, Bouncing back. Yeah. Getting um, up. You know, just kind of putting everything out of your mind and, mm-hmm. you know, you got a, a picture of where you need to go. And but you have all of these distractions and yeah. happenings, but you just you you push forward anyway. Yeah. You just push. I think about a, res- a resilience. I think about a rubber band mm. and, you know, you can all you can stretch a rubber band out really far. And when you let go, it goes back to its regular shape most of the time. Mm-hmm. And you can stretch and stretch and stretch and spring it back, spring it back, spring it back. And it always goes back to its regular shape. That's resilience to me. Absolutely. Is being able to be stretched out and then go back to your original state. But have you ever gotten one of those rubber bands that's kind of brittle and dry? Mm-hmm. And you try to stretch it out and it snaps. It never goes back. Or it, <laughs> yeah. Right. It snaps. <laughs> or or yeah. it just stays really stretched yep. out and it doesn't work anymore. Yep. That happens too sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I kind of think of that as being when we are not using our resilience skills, then we snap. Yeah. In this program, we're going to dive into how chronic illness can affect our ability 
to be resilient and the ways that we can build resilience in to our lives, even though we're dealing with a chronic illness. Chronic illnesses are usually and oftentimes um, invisible mm-hmm. to the naked eye. Mm-hmm. You might not know that somebody is dealing with something on the inside that you just can't see, but they can affect our physical health, our cognitive health, social and emotional. It can take a toll on the entire family. Indeed. And these limitations put many of us at a higher risk of emotional health problems because of the toll that dealing with chronic illness can take. When have you needed to develop resilient skills and rely on them in your life? I can't remember a time that I did not need to be resilient. Um, So the story goes that I was diagnosed with sickle cell anemia at age one. Hmm. So as for as long as I can remember, there have been hills to climb, battles Mm -hmm. to fight. Um, I have just always been that child that never took no for an answer, whether it was a good or a bad, <laughs> good or a bad thing. Um, and you know, once I made up my mind to do something, it was as good as done, whether it was the right thing or the wrong thing to do. But, um, being resilient and, um, pushing past how I feel is a constant, like moment by moment decision, you know, that. I have to make and I'm pretty sure you know listeners and and those that that can relate to having a chronic illness it is a moment by moment decision um you know we all know that once the mind is in alignment with the rest of you know the body we're following you know where the brain goes and so um for me that resilience came from making a decision to be resilient. So um, it's just kind of been there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love what you said, a, a day-by-day decision, a moment-by-moment decision, because that's one of the tips that I'm going to be sharing later on in the program. This is Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We'll be right back with my guest, Micaiah Warren, after a short break. We're going to dig into how we can cultivate resilience even though we're dealing with some stuff. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather from Heather Solves Everything. I want to thank my sponsor, Kylene and Ryan Studios, a local husband and wife photography team who specialize in weddings and portraits of all kinds. Whatever special event you have coming up, they're your photographers for life. With a combined 32 years of professional photography experience, their unique perspectives shine through in every image you see. Find out more at KyleenAndRyan.com. That's KyleenAndRyan.com. Can't go wrong with this one, nope. <laughs> Anything changes. That's right. It's Healthy Heather, and you're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm right here with my guest, Micaiah Warren. Hey, 
We're dancing. <laughs> it's one of our resilience skills. We're talking about resilience even though, resilience even though you're doing some stuff in your life that takes your energy, like chronic disease, like sickle cell, anemia. We have been talking about developing resilience skills. And before the break, I'm talking about how for Micaiah, it's an every moment decision to keep going through challenging times. Tell us more about that. What is one of your go-to habits for when you need to dig deep and get some energy? Um, So I very rarely um, have shared this, but when I was pregnant with my first daughter, um, and you know how they, you know, you sign up for the little mom's classes. And at the time, um, I was young. And so I, we took this uh, holistic I think that's what it's called, holistic Lamaze class. And she taught me, um, she taught us how to find our center. And that has helped me so much but because before it was just kind of like I was doing all of this heavy breathing and, you know, trying to get through painful moments. But I think the biggest thing I took from that class is um, to find my center, find my why, and so anytime I need to really dig deep and find the energy to push through a challenging moment, a challenging feeling or experience, I remind myself of my why. Like my why is my children. My why is the legacy that I'm leaving here on this earth. Um, you know, who I'm impacting with this decision to push through because I could just lay down and give up. But who am I affecting And um, so when I think about my why and the purpose behind what I do, that kind of helps me, helps me find the the oomph to to get up and and try again or get up and and push further. So, yeah, I, you know, find that center, find that why and and dig down. (laughs) Absolutely. It's that difference between that the extrinsic and the intrinsic motivation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, there's lots of external factors that can motivate us, you know, being, you know, see what we see, our relationships with other people, yes. you know, seeing outside influences, be happy. But nothing compares to what motivates you from the inside. Indeed. And that's one thing about internal motivation is that it is yours alone. Yes. Nobody can tell you whether it's good enough. Because it only has to be good enough for you. Yeah. I love it. Indeed. Has there been anybody in your life who has modeled resilience that you've learned from? Absolutely. Um, Countless family members, but um, one that sticks out the most to me um, is my pastor. Mm. Her name is Helena Barrington, and she has sickle cell as well. And for as long as I can remember... I have never seen her complain. I've never seen her even scrunch her face in pain. I've like it's just it's it's like are you human? <laughs> but it's just you know now that I'm older and I I'm experiencing some of the same things that she's had to walk through. I can understand and um, you know I I pull on that same energy that she gives off. It's like nothing shakes her like nothing is like a like 
I still to this day, I can't remember a moment that I've ever seen her even flinch. Like it's, you know, so I definitely have been impacted by her strength. Mm -hmm. And um, I pull on that a lot too, even when I need to, you know, pull out, pull out the strong girl, pull out my my guns, Uh you know, muscle up and push through. So I definitely think about her quite a bit. She sounds like a like an inspiration. I wonder if she would describe herself that way or if she's listening to this thing. Oh, you just don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. She's one of the, um, that I know of, she's one of the oldest living uh, sickle cell warriors. In really? The state. Yes. So I, like I said, she's just, oh, I, I can't say enough about her. Prayerfully, you get to meet her. I very hope soon. so. Yes. I hope so. <laughs> well, sickle cell is, A new topic for me. I've heard about sickle cell anemia and sickle cell disease, but I've not really understood what it is. Mm -hmm. And and I think that I'm not alone in that. Can you tell us a little bit about what sickle cell is? Absolutely. So sickle cell is an inherited blood disorder. Um, You have to have a parent that or two parents that have the trait, which is, you know, the the carrier. and so it's an inherited blood disorder that causes your red blood cells to become disformed. Okay. Um, most of them are shaped like sickles, oh. um, like half moons. So that's where the name comes from. But, um, you know, when the blood cells are, are disformed like that, you get less oxygen. Um, your, your blood flow is not as smooth as it should be or free flowing. Um, and so it causes a plethora of complications. So, you know, um, the main Thing that we struggle with is sickle cell crisis, which is when the blood cells, the the sickled cells, clump together and cause um, almost like clots. Ooh, but, that can be um, scary. Very scary, but it causes a tremendous amount of pain. So mm. wherever blood flows, that could be in your eardrum, that could be in your knee, that could be in your in your rib cage. It could, and and, and many have experienced strokes from, um, you know, those those areas of you know clump together sickle cell. So, um, you know, there's so many complications that come along with it, you know, from organ failure to, you know, lack of oxygen, painful experiences. So um, that's the gist of (laughs) what sickle cell is. Um, And there is no widespread universal cure for sickle cell. Um, You know, there have been several treatments that have cured, you know, several patients, but it's very invasive, very expensive, um, and could be life-threatening. Um, so we're, we're, we're in the fight to try to educate and, you know, bring awareness, of course. But so, yeah, that's what we're, we're dealing a, with. That's a big <laughs> gist. Yes. That's a big gist. Is that why you created Sickle Cell 365? That is indeed why I created Sickle Cell 365. Well, part of the reason why I created it, but I've lived... And walked with this since I was one, diagnosed at age one. And so I've just kind of had a front row seat and experienced, um, you know, the disparities that come along with the lack of education in our healthcare professionals um, and even caregivers, mm-hmm. um, family members. You know, we, we there's just not a lot or enough education and awareness about it. And so that kind of causes us to be at a disadvantage when we need care in critical moments. So um, my hope is that I can provide expanded opportunities for education for our community and increase the awareness and in turn, you know, helping those to become advocates for 
those of us that are suffering with sickle cell. So, How many people are affected by sickle cell? I don't know that number right off the top of my head, but I know 90% of the African-American community is affected um, by this disease. Now, it is a disease that originated like in the Mediterranean um, Asian area. So, um, but it, it does affect African Americans, Latin Americans, those of Asian descent, um, Mediterranean. So there's quite a few That's of a our lot. sisters and brothers <laughs> out here that are, that are warriors. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So now this is something that's, that's genetic. Yes. And how would you know if you are a carrier? Is that just part of family history? Great question. So, um, up until maybe about five to 10 years ago, it was not required um, for newborns to be screened. Okay. Um, so now all newborns are to be screened and sickle cell is one of the one of the tests that, you know, newborns are screened for. So, you know, at birth, whether you have the trait, whether you have nothing or you have the disease. Um, but, you know, for us older, you know, mm-hmm. generations, a lot of us don't know. Um, and so I, I have been encouraging for quite a while for us to just find out, you know, the next time you have to go to the doctor and get a, a full, you know, pa- full panel, ask them to screen you for the sickle cell trait. Um, because we need to know that, um, especially when you're talking about procreating, um, mm-hmm. you need to know what you're up against if you, um, if you procreate with someone that has, that is a carrier. So, right. yeah. Well, so that's going to be one of your first eight questions then, guys. Are you a carrier of sickle cell? Yes. <laughs> Got to find that out. <laughs> Got to find that find out. out. Guys, we're going to be back in just a minute. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything with Coach Healthy Heather. I'm here with Micaiah Warren. We are talking about resilience, even though. And when we come back, we are going to get into five pillars of resilience. Stay with us. Girl, you just have to wait. You got to try. Thank you to my sponsor, AK Social Strategies, a locally and women-owned business that provides social media and email marketing for small businesses. Every client feels the love when their social media is curated thoughtfully and personally. With purpose and intention, social media is a business must-have, but it's time-consuming and ever-changing. Let AK Social Strategies take the wheel. Find them on Facebook. Just search for AK Social Strategies. Welcome back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We are solving the problem of what to do when you want to get up and go and you are tired and you hurt because your body has got other stuff going on. And even though you want to get up and keep going, it is difficult. We're talking about resilience even though, even though we're dealing with chronic disease, like fibromyalgia, 
like multiple sclerosis, like sickle cell anemia, anything that is one of those invisible problems that from the outside, nobody would know, but you're fighting a battle to keep going, even though you're tired and in pain and are dealing with just various health issues. My guest today is Micaiah Warren. She's the executive director and founder of Sickle Cell 365, among other amazing things. And before the break, I said that we are going to learn about five pillars of resilience. These are five elements of incorporating resilience into your life at any level. And I want you to think about whether or not you have these elements in your life and how you can cultivate them in the lives of others so that you can create an environment where they can also be successful. So the first one is self-awareness. And I always want to put self-awareness with lack, like with a no judgment zone, Mm -hmm. a judgment-free zone, being aware without taking an opinion about it. Just being aware of how you feel, what you're thinking, without deciding whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Just knowing it compassionately. The second is mindfulness. Being present in what you're doing and just noticing where you are. Life moves so fast. I know that I have to intentionally slow myself down and remind myself to just savor the moment. I don't necessarily need to take a picture of it. I don't necessarily need to live stream it. I don't necessarily need to, you know, text anybody about it. I can just enjoy it Mm -hmm. and just be in it. Self-care can be difficult for women. Do you know any women who have a hard time with (laughs) self-care? Yeah, all of us. That that would be me. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. But it is essential and it is something that our bodies need. Yes. It's not, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. It's responsible. Yes. Positive relationships, having that network, having your people, you know, the, the ones that have got your back and mm-hmm. you have got theirs and really cultivating positive relationships where you're supportive to each other. And the last one is a sense of purpose a sense of purpose in your life. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go out and save the world, but that you are connected to something that brings you pure joy and that you know, if I do nothing in this life, this will be the one thing. If I do nothing else, I am doing this. That's your purpose. Mm-hmm. The thing that you cannot not do. And... These five elements can be present in your life in any quantity at any time. You don't need to be on all five cylinders all the time. But I want you to think about how you land on each of these today. Self-awareness, mindfulness, self-care, positive relationships, and purpose. And, And then ask yourself, how, what needs more? Where do I want to grow? 
And how can I provide space for others to be able to have this as well? Sickle, Sickle Cell 365 is, is an organization that is designed to provide advocacy, education, and support for people who are dealing with sickle cell anemia and then also their caregivers. Yes. Tell us more about what's coming up on World Sickle Day and what that's all about. Yes. So Sickle Cell 365 um, was, I call it my baby because it was definitely, um, it's definitely been a labor of love for years. Um, but, but our main purpose is to educate um, not only caregivers, but even our healthcare professionals. Um, it kind of stemmed from an experience. I had a friend of mine who invited me to come and um, speak to her class of nursing students. Um, and she shared with me that there was all of a paragraph about sickle cell anemia in their textbook. And their first experience, other than speaking to me would have been in an emergency room situation and I was just like yo that's not cool (laughs) that's not cool but I have I mean I've experienced it several times where I myself you know find myself in an emergency situation and healthcare providers just really do not know Mm -hmm. um, because of the lack of education that they get you know as they matriculate through health school or medical school or, or nursing school and so one of our one of our missions is to change that, is to, you know, provide extended um, or expanded educational opportunities for our healthcare professionals, which will trickle down to better care for our warriors, our patients that are, you know, in our community that are fighting this disease. Um, and so the other side of that is also creating awareness. So what I'm doing today, talking to you and creating awareness and even educating you and your listeners about what what this disease is, the more our community knows that this exists, um, the more educated they are, the more aware they are, and then you become an ally to help, you know, push yeah. that mission forward. And so then you create a better quality of life for those that are fighting. So um, World Sickle Cell Day is coming up June 19th, and um, we're actually doing a three-day blood drive blitz because one of the most common treatments for sickle cell patients is blood transfusion. Okay. And um, since the pandemic, our particular um, supply of blood is limited. Um, and uh, since 90% of uh, African Americans are affected with sickle cell disease, a lot of our um, brothers and sisters of African American descent just they don't donate. Mm. <laughs> and so we're um, we're trying to encourage our community members to donate blood. But even if you aren't of, you know, African descent, blood is blood. Mm-hmm. Your blood is red. We can use it. And um, it is it could be a lifesaver for um, sickle cell patients. And it has saved my life, actually. Um, so at one point I was getting scheduled blood transfusions just because my body cannot produce the healthy blood that it needs for me to live the kind of life that I I would like to live. And so um, so for those of us that are warriors in the community, um, if you're healthy, <laughs> we I, I invite you to come and um, and engage, educate yourself even further and and donate donate 
um, donate blood. So um, we have an event coming up on the 19th. Like I said, we have the three-day blood drive starting on the 17th. But on June 19th, World Sickle Cell Day, um, we'll be doing a community engagement, education, and blood drive. And the same day, our mayor is coming out. Our city commissioners will be there. Um, and so I expect to see our community um, support this cause as well because quite a few of our community members um, are affected by sickle cell. Um, so we need it. Absolutely. We definitely need the support. So sickle cell day is one day. Yes. But it's a problem all the time. And that's hence the name, Sickle Cell 365. <laughs> right. This is something that we live with 24-7, 365. It never stops. Right. Like we... <laughs> so when it comes to donating blood, uh, is there anything special that you need to do? Um, any particular blood type that is especially needed? Or do you need to say anything to the person when you're donating blood? Is it all... Just go to the same place? Great question. So this particular blood drive, um, the blood is going specifically to sickle cell patients. And that's what's so special about this, these three days. Um, but in terms of you, like, you know, qualifying to donate, um, if you pre-register those questions on the pre-registration form, just kind of help to, you know, give better information to the Red Cross as to, you know, if you can mm -hmm. even donate your blood. But, um as long as you don't have the sickle cell trait, you're good. Um, but even you'll be screened for that um, through your through your registration. So, Well, guys, that's a pretty easy way to solve some problems. Yep. Sign up for your next blood drive knowing that you've got the stuff that can help others. And we're going to keep on solving the problem when we come back from our break. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Coach Healthy Heather. Stay with us. When we come back, I'm going to get coachy on you. I'm going to help you figure out how you can cultivate resilience in your life, even though stuff is hard. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather from Heather Solves Everything. I want to thank my sponsor, Kyleen and Ryan Studios, a local husband and wife photography team who specialize in weddings and portraits of all kinds. Whatever special event you have coming up, they're your photographers for life. With a combined 32 years of professional photography experience, their unique perspectives shine through in every image you see. Find out more at KyleenAndRyan.com. That's KyleenAndRyan.com. We got some funky tunes. <laughs> you can't not dance. Right, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to sit still. That's a good thing. Because our topic today on Heather Solves Everything is staying energized, even when you're tired, having resilience. Even though you've got a chronic disease that takes all of your energy, you're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Coach Healthy Heather, and I'm here with Micaiah Warren, the Executive Director of Sickle Cell 365. We've been talking about sickle cell anemia and resilience and how we can incorporate habits of resilience into our lives, and then also how we can help those in our community who have sickle cell disease and that is namely by giving blood donating blood there has been a um a recent event around world sickle day but they need blood all year yes 
So when you are asked to give, give. You have blood that others can use and you can make more blood. Not everybody can. Mm -hmm. How can people find Sickle Cell 365 so that we can stay in the loop with future outreach events? Yes. So you want to stay in the loop because a lot of us hold in our hands um, the key just to connect us to those that need more education, that need to be aware. So you can find us on the World Wide Web, mm-hmm. <laughs> www.sicklecell365 and um, .com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Sickle Cell 365. You'll see us come up. But um, definitely, definitely stay connected to us. Um, we love, love, love just connecting with our community. I love how connected Tallahassee is, first of all. But um, so, yeah. Excellent. Get in the loop. That's right. And look around to see how you can help um, those around you to make Tallahassee and the world an easier place for everybody to live. Yes. So, guys, whether you have a chronic illness or not, or whether you're caring for somebody with a chronic illness, or whether it's just you hanging out in the world without a care at all, we all need resilience habits and skills. And I'm going to share some of my favorite tips with you. It's time for me to get coaching on you. Resilience is not the type of thing that you are born with. It is a skill that you can learn. Now, some people are born with more aptitude towards positive energetic living than others are, but that does not mean that there is anyone who cannot be resilient. Everybody can learn resilience skills, but it does take intention and it takes a desire to cultivate these habits in your life. Now, with some of my clients who deal with chronic illness, one of the things that I encourage them to do at all times is to take each day and each moment as its own. Check in with yourself every day and ask, what do I need? What do I need today? Checking in and asking, what type of movement do I need today? What type of rest do I need today? And then listen to the response that you get from your body and believe it. You are telling yourself the truth. Checking in with yourself every day and asking, what do I need today? And then believe what you hear. Respond with compassion as a partner for yourself. Because it's you and you out there. It's the the you in your body and it's the you in your brain and y'all are it that's it (laughs) is that something you do check in with yourself oh yeah all the time moment by moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) every day and you look for that center you look for that why and and then believing what you hear yes so i think that a lot of times we ask and then we don't believe or or we tell ourselves no we can't do that you can't have that Mm mm-hmm and or we ask and don't respond. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So check in with yourself and ask, what do I need today? Another tip for building resilience skills when you are dealing with circumstances that are making it really challenging. Embrace the workaround. 
Mm-hmm. You know, life is not fair. We all are are dealt a hand of cards, and it's it's not fair. I mean, there's just nothing else that you can say about that. It's not. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't work it. Yep. And there's always a workaround. Always another way. <laughs> yes. And I encourage you to embrace that workaround. Don't just tolerate or accept the workaround. Embrace it and own it. Yes. And make it be what drives you. And find the joy in it, too. Like, it's so fun to find new ways to do something that somebody said you couldn't do (laughs) or your body said you couldn't do. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a workaround that that you have relied on or a time when you've had to find another way to do something? Absolutely. All the time. You know, the the modeling thing. Mm. They Mm -hmm. told me I couldn't do that without hair. Now it's a whole trend. (laughs) You know, people are shaving their heads, you know, to get into the modeling industry or, you know, get, get an edge. But find your find your thing like that's. And, and that goes back to, you know, your other pillar of being, you know, finding your purpose, mm-hmm. you know, t- being in tune with your purpose. We never know um, unless we try, yeah. you know, and I discovered that that was a part of my purpose here on earth was to empower others that are going through the same thing yeah. that I'm going through just because this one said it doesn't work. Let me show you that it could. Yeah. <laughs> That's one person's opinion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. An intentional act that you can do to in, to cultivate an environment where resilience can take root is to take time to find three good things that happened during the day or three things that made you smile or laugh or that you were thankful for. I like the number three. You can choose whatever number you want. But I like at least three things that made the day special, unique, fun. You choose the adjective, but keep it positive and stay in that zone where you're noticing, here we go, awareness. You're noticing the things that catch your attention in a good way. And then the fact that you are writing it down and you're really giving it space Mm -hmm. is meaningful because you're using multiple modalities to appreciate that you're getting out a piece of paper, you're picking up a pen, you're writing it out physically, you're thinking about the words that you're going to write, and you're reflecting on them. Yes, and that just makes it so much of a, of a richer part of you. Yes, cultivating that attitude of gratitude has definitely been something that I can fall back on. You know, when I'm not feeling my best, and I could just wallow in the negativity, but I'm still breathing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still breathing. I have all my faculties. They may not be moving as, you know, as fluid as I would like them to, but hey. Yeah. Yeah. Finding those three things, that's great. That's good. And the final tip for today is to remember, you are not alone. You are not alone connect with others who are experiencing something similar. Mm -hmm. The power of that connection and community we is, is can propel you to that work around to help you learn creative ways to change things in your life and 
don't discount how easy it is to connect with really positive, wonderful people in the world now. So check in with yourself. Ask, what do I need today? Believe what you hear. Embrace the workaround. Own it. Make it yours. Intentionally look for what's going well. You will find it. And connect with your peers and others around you so that you can all take care of each other. Guys, we're out of time for today, but I am so glad that you decided to take some of your day to spend it with us. Tune in next week on Real Talk 93.3 at 1 p.m. for a new episode of Heather Solves Everything. Check for the podcast edition of today's show um, Monday morning at 8 a.m. on your favorite podcast app. And of course, stay in touch with me and the show on Facebook. Just look for Healthy Heather. I will be glad to see you. Thank you so much, Micaiah, for being here today. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. <laughs> I think it was amazing, too. And I think everybody listening is amazing. I hope something great happens for you today. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve it. Status confirmed. This problem is solved. Well, that's it for this week, guys. We did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. You can be a superhero, too. Check us out online. That's where all the information is about how you can jump in and start solving everything. Heather solves everything with a little help from everyday heroes. <laughs>